everyone, and welcome to In the Nest Breakdown, your breakdown of all things sports from the New England Patriots to BC hockey and everything in between. I'm Vanessa, and thank you so much for listening. We are so excited to be finally back for our summer series starting today. Make sure to stay tuned all summer for updates on all things sports and some special appearances from some guests. Without further ado, we welcome a very special guest, BC alum and former football captain of the Eagles, Mr. Kevin Pearson. Hi, Mr. Pearson. Thank you so much for joining the show. As we start today's episode, it would be great if you could share with our listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. Hello, listeners. My name is Kevin Pearson, BC class of 90, undergrad and class of 91, with a master's in class of 98 in law school. So yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a triple eagle, which I think is a rare type of thing, but very glad to be with you. Played football here, so I was a student athlete at Boston College uh, from 86 to 90 for the football season and had, had a great experience and really just uh, willing to answer any questions you might have for me. Thank you so much. So first off, I guess I just want to ask why BC with so many opportunities to play you know, college football in, at other schools and other states, why choose BC ultimately? That's a funny story. You know, coming out of high school, I was pretty highly recruited. I had a number of schools. And then back in the 80s, uh, you know, it may not be the case now, but, you know, Nebraska was a very good football team and, and Penn State was a powerhouse. And, and I was being recruited heavily by those schools. West Virginia is another school I was heavily recruited by. University of Iowa. D.C. Uh, was in there, too. But third, third game of my senior year of high school, I, uh, I tore my knee, my uh, posterior ligament. And at that moment, I, I realized that, you know, football, particularly college football, is a business. And, uh, you know, I had lost all those scholarship opportunities. You know, as soon as I got injured, they didn't want anything to do with me. But there were, there were a few schools that stayed, uh, stayed committed to me, for lack of a better term. And Boston College is one of them. And I had already had a good relationship with the, you know, the coach who was recruiting me at Boston College. So it wasn't like, where do I go now? I mean, I still had a relationship relationship with them so you know I took a visit to Boston College and some of these other schools that stayed with me and I really liked Boston College the best in terms of of fit and what it meant to me you know the campus the culture um it just resonated with me and and that's really how I ended up here I will say that you know you never know where you're going to end up and how things will turn out but for me unquestionably Boston College was was the right decision no doubt about that And as you mentioned earlier in your little introduction, you said you graduated from BC for law school. Do you believe that what you've learned in sports has transferred into what you are doing today? Have any of those skills transferred on and off the field? So, yes, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, I think most people who play sports are competitive and law school, obviously, is a competitive place. There's no doubt about that. But I think more importantly, what you learn, I think, from from athletics, from sports, football, could be any sport necessarily, is discipline. And I, and I think student athletes certainly have to have more discipline if they're going to be successful at your sport and at school, uh, because you're juggling a lot during the day. And if you don't have that discipline, you're not going to be successful. So without a doubt, I, I would say that discipline is the one attribute, I think, that, that carries the day in terms of being successful uh, as, as an athlete, as a student, um, and, and beyond, quite frankly. And is there any additional advice you'd like to share with some athletes or student athletes today? Advice. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot uh, that, that, that can be said about that in terms of, you know, in terms of if you're going to be playing, if you're not playing, if you're a younger student athlete, 
put in the time, put in the effort. You know, you really don't rush things. Things will come, particularly if you're a younger student athlete and you haven't had the opportunity to play yet. Give it time. Uh, focus on your craft. Focus on, on your skills. Speaking of athletics here right now, mm-hmm. uh, and your opportunity will come. I, I think one of the most things important to know is, you know, particularly in football and a lot of sports, injuries happen. Just part of the game. And, and matter of fact, I got my first opportunity my sophomore year at Boston College. Hadn't played. I was redshirted my first year. But a guy named Eric Lindstrom, who was an All-American candidate that year in uh, in, in summer workouts, blew out his knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was promoted to the starting role. So you just have to be prepared at all times to stay with it. I, I think it's, you know, I think it's, it's about giving effort um, in whatever you do. So I think when you talk about being an athlete, one, one area is obviously doing your efforts, your best efforts, but it, but it transcends into every aspect of life as we talked about before. So as you're a student as well, uh, make sure that you give the effort, make sure that your professors and your instructors know you as a student and not just as a student athlete. Uh, get engaged in class, participate, ask questions, let them know who you are and that you are engaged in the material, seek them out if they have office hours, and have a personal relationship with you. I will tell you from personal experience that uh, you know sometimes the difference between an 89 and a 90 or being able to get a 92 or 93 is being able to say, hey, can I, can I get some extra credit? Can I do a little extra work to bump me up? And, and if you have a relationship with them, and if you've done that, nine times out of 10, they'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that'll give you the A over the B or the B over the C or whatever it may be. So it's those things that that matter and even when you go on you know beyond beyond academics you know when you're out in the real world once you've graduated and you want to go back and get a recommendation for law school or for graduate school or for whatever um those relationships matter so if you know if you if you never really gave much effort i would i would argue that you're going to have a hard time convincing somebody to put their good name on the line for you so it all, it's all full circle right there so i, I think in terms of advice academically and athletically, get a course, you know, and uh, I think success will come your way if you follow those, you know, those, those steps. Thank you so much for that small, yeah. I mean, not even small piece of advice, large. And now I want to quickly state the our show, although it is wide spanning, it is centralized around BC. So a fun question I'd like to ask is, what is your favorite moment moment at BC or what was? It can be on or off the field, but what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment at BC. Uh, well, there's several. I think <laughs> you know, anytime you get, get go through graduation and, and get that diploma, that's a special moment. Yeah, that was that was a fun moment. Uh, you know, I was I was elected captain of the football team my, my fifth year by my peers. So that was a special moment as well, being recognized as a leader, you know, by the people who you you spend all your time with. That was certainly, I think, a a great a great message. And, and though we didn't have a lot of success on the field when I played, we, we did get to go to a bowl game my my first year, um, and I, it was the Hall of Fame Bowl. And we played University of Georgia in in Tampa Bay, uh, and it was an exciting game. And we we won with seconds to go, uh, and it was it was just a great experience to be able to, you know, be a part of a bowl game. Be, you know, being part of a, a winning season uh, and just have success like that really is good memories, you know? So, you know, say all that is, 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 is really, I would say, probably a few of the many fond memories I have of the Heights. 
Thank you so much. And you just mentioned that you're a captain of the football team. What did that leadership role look like and how did that translate to your teammates? Yeah, so it was, you know, it, it was a blind vote. Everybody had a vote on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, at, you know, we were in an auditorium. I think in, it was probably in Conti Forum at the time. That was the main building then. But, there, you know, we were in a, a meeting room in Conti Forum and everybody voted and they announced who the captains were. And I was one of the captains. You know, so that was a big, a big, uh, a big honor. But, you know, I think you speak for the team, right? You speak, you're not, not just on the field or at the coin, at the coin toss or anything like that, but, you know, you speak to the team and to the coaches, um, issues that the team might have with, with anything. Mm-hmm. The coaches look to you. And in turn, I think the players look to you to be their voice to, you know, to the team really, or to the athletic department where, you know, I think there was a lot of, a lot of turmoil when we were there. You know, I think we had we were going through a transition from one athletic, athletic director to another. So, so those sort of things, I think the team looks to you to, uh, you know, to, to provide guidance and leadership and really set the tone of what the season is going to be like, you know, what it means to be a, a BC Eagle. So I think that's kind of, from my view, you know, what, you know, what, what the leadership aspect of being a captain was. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to quickly, again, pivot. As you know, our audience spans larger than BC, but as you and many of our listeners may know, the NFL draft was just completed and BC had two draft picks this season or this year, Isaiah McDuff in the sixth round to the Packers and Hunter Long in the third round to the Dolphins. Do you have any advice you'd like to share? Any thoughts on that recently? Yeah, I, I, you know, I want to congratulate both uh, Hunter and Isaiah and, and the others who signed as free agents, quite frankly. But, you know, I think anytime you get an opportunity to extend your, your playing career, that's so exciting, you know, because I think for, for a lot of folks, you know, a lot of folks on the football team, I think football, playing football has been a part of their life and has come naturally. Uh, and then for, for most, almost everybody, you know, the culmination of your career stops when you are when you when you finish your eligibility, your collegiate eligibility. So to be, have that opportunity to continue to play uh, at the highest level um, professionally, and to have that opportunity is is so exciting. And I'm I'm very excited for them, you know, and what they you know what they can do at the next level. I'll be watching them and cheering for them, like like most BC people. Um, if I root for most, I root you know I root for most Eagles uh, that are in the league, and I, I try to follow them as much as I can. But I think it also gives you know it gives you know, gives all those who, who who aspire to do that hope that they can hope that they can get there as well. But if they don't, they always know they can fall back on their BC education, which is, I would argue, second to none. You know, it's a great school, it's a great institution. So playing football is just the icing on top, quite frankly. I'm definitely going to be excited to be watching some of those Packers and Dolphins game. I will be rooting for the Patriots, but I will be rooting for (laughs) Brian Flores as the head head coach, you know, former BC player, and then also having Hunter Long down there too. I definitely will have favorite the Dolphins a little bit more than I would normally, but it'll be exciting to watch them play. It will. Yeah, it certainly (laughs) will. So I, as you know, I'm in Atlanta, so we, you know, we, uh, down in Atlanta, we've struggled the last couple of years, but we, you know, mm-hmm. we've got, uh, you know, we've got Lindstrom and, and Ryan on the team, uh, mm-hmm. and we're hoping that uh, you know, we, we can we can get some success out of them this year, better than we've had the last couple of years. I know they had a great run in in sixteen, and then or fifteen to sixteen, and, and then obviously lost to the Patriots, which is painful <laughs> for us folks in Atlanta. Uh, but hopefully, we can get get it back on track because I think I think. Uh, 
I think they're both quality players as well and quality people. Absolutely. And I guess another question I had for you would be, what are your thoughts about the BC team today? I know we just talked about two mm. players that just were drafted, but especially under Coach Halfley, can you draw any similarities or differences? It's vastly different. I think the game's a lot different. The game's a lot, I think, uh, I'd say faster. And a lot of, you know, I think they use more schemes, certainly more schemes than we used back in, in the late 80s. Um, and the game's evolved a lot. So I, I want to I say that much. Um, but I, I really, I think, like most people, very excited about um, what I saw last year, just the change in, in philosophy from, say, uh, from, from Coach Dazio to, you know, to Coach Halfley. Uh, and, and I think what we see is, I think, I think we see players that seem more engaged, right? I think he relates to the players better. I think he relates to the university better. I think his energy uh, is infectious, quite frankly. And the fact that, that they pulled off, I, I, you know, what they did last year, I think was, you know, I won't say incredible, but it was, it, it, I think it exceeded expectations to a degree because no one knew really what to expect with, you know, with the pandemic and, and, and everything they had to go through and the, the competitive fire that, you know, that they played with. And they were really in just about every game that they played. So I think that's exciting. And I will tell you that Coach Halfley has done a great job of reaching out to alumni as well. He, you know, they, they have Zoom calls, I would say frequently with the coaching staff, engaging alumni, um, letting us see really how the sausage is made of how they come up with their schemes, how they come up with, you know, what they're going to do offensively and defensively. So it, it's been really a great, uh, I would say, a great hire. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think Halfley was a great hire. I think Pat Kraft, the new AD, was a, was a great hire. I thought Martin Jarman was a great hire too. So you know, I think it's very exciting what what the future holds for Boston College athletics. You know, I think I think we, you know, I think, and you may may understand this as well since you're, you're passionate about football, uh, Vanessa. But but I, I'd read somewhere that this was the best recruiting class BC has ever had in, in football. Yes, it um, is. Yeah. Now, as Halfley will say, you know, you know, that doesn't mean anything if they can't play. They've got to play, and they've got to play. But they got to be coached up by the coaches. They got to be ready on a moment's notice, but I, I do think that the fact that we've got the best recruiting class ever at BC says a lot for our future. So I'm very excited, uh, like like most folks are. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited for the fall for in hopefully in-person attendance. I don't mm. want to say anything yet, but definitely on wood. That. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you so much again for joining us today. Before we end this call and sign off for this episode, I just want to ask one final question. Sure. That is just what does it mean to you to be a BC Eagle? <laughs> I know that's a packed question, but it's <laughs> a loaded question. Yeah. Uh well, it, it means just about everything to me. I mean, I, I, I look at where I am today and the things I've accomplished uh, professionally and academically. And, you know, it, it was hard work. All of it was hard work. But I wouldn't be where I am today if I, if I had not, if I had not had, had, I don't want to call it the, the good fortune, but whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. you know, to, to attend BC. As I said before, you, you never know what your future will hold for you. And and B BC may not be right for everybody, but it certainly was the right school for me. And I, I think it's, yeah, it's the greatest, it's the greatest institution, the greatest college in the world to me. There's no greater school. It's the greatest school for me. And that's how I feel about, mm -hmm. you know, about undergrad, about the graduate school, about law school, you know, about the athletics program, you know, and I, I support BC and will always support BC, but it is, uh, you know, 
it is part of my my very being and the fiber of who I am is being a part of BC and associating with BC. So, you know, that's, that's something I carry with a lot of pride, uh, Vanessa, you know, being BC. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm down in Georgia, but, but I, I am not hesitant to wear my BC stuff down here in the land of Georgia, the Bulldogs. I wear my BC stuff with pride because I do think it is a great, great institution and has, has, has given me many, many benefits in life. So, you know, I'll, ever, I'll, I'll forever be indebted to the play. Thank you so much for that. And thank you again, once again, for joining us today. It's been great. And thank you. You are a, uh, I will tell you, you do a, a wonderful interview. You're quite polished. I love your podcast. I've listened to a few of them. And, Thank you so much. And I wish you all the success with it. And hopefully, you know, maybe we'll see you on, on uh, Sunday Night Football or, or, or <laughs> with, you know, with you or replace Al Michael or someone like that, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I hope the best for you. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Pearson, and thank you so much for listening. In the Nest Breakdown is now available on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Audible, and Google. You can follow us there or follow us on our Instagram at InTheNestBKDN.